This is Monday Morning Meditations number 62 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Greetings, risers, and a good Monday morning to you all out there. Thanks again for tuning in to Monday Morning Meditations on the Rising Man podcast. I'm your host and creator of the show, Jedi Azuma. If you're new to the Rising Man or our Monday Morning Meditations installment, this is when I take the opportunity to jump behind the mic and share some of my own recent ruminations and reflections about the journey of manhood and everything that I've been going through and the world as I see it through my eyes. So before we jump into that today, listen, there is no debate. The cause for astronomical rates in male suicide, overt violence by men, self-harm, and abusive behavior is the fact that we've been taught since childhood to suppress our emotions. If we all want as a collective society, these, if we want these tragedies to end, then we must create space for men to express it all in a culture that celebrates the masculine voice instead of confine it. This Saturday, September 7th in Santa Monica, we're all going to step forward. We men are stepping forward united to claim our voice and demonstrate what healthy masculine expression looks like. Call the Warriors a one-day immersive experience where we will ignite our masculine power through the ceremonial war dance of the Maori people, the Hakka. This is about expressing ourselves, finding our voice, declaring who we are and what we stand for. My brother Leon Ruri is flying all the way out here from Australia to join us and to teach us the Hakka. So make sure you guys grab your ticket right now. Rise jettyazuma.com slash warrior there's only five days left so make sure you grab it now and make arrangements to be there it's going to be like nothing else you've ever experienced before guaranteed all right without further ado a very timely and appropriate topic for what's coming up here with us disturbing the peace Question. What is the difference between an athlete beating his chest, roaring at the top of his lungs after scoring the game-winning shot, and an ordinary man crying out in grief and sadness in the middle of the park? The answer, or my answer at least, is nothing at all. I mean, I see both as very normal, very ordinary expressions of emotion that we as humans are all capable of, every single one of us. Why is it then? that athletes are celebrated and revered, awarded with a spot in the top 10 highlights for expressing the pinnacles of joy and the depths of loss. But ordinary men are not afforded the same luxury. Is it because we can't handle real masculine emotions? Are we still mired in the belief that men with emotions become dangerous, that men with emotions become a risk to the well-being of themselves and others? Tell me which is more dangerous, a man unloading his pain as he's feeling it, or a man who stores up his pain, sadness, and grief till he can't hold it anymore? If you've been around The Rising Man long enough, you've definitely heard me speak about this before. You know how passionate I am about it. Perhaps you disagree with my perspective. Maybe you agree. I don't know. Perhaps you still subscribe to the belief that men ought to control their emotions and protect others from them. That's already been done for the past few generations now. And how well has that served us? How far has that gotten us up to this point? 
Let's be clear. I don't believe it's healthy for a man to unleash his burdens in public where there's no container of trust and safety, where there's no context for this man's struggles. Otherwise, we just have a man screaming in public for some unknown reason. But if we all agreed, all of us, every single one of us, that healthy expressions of a man's emotions were appropriate, given ample support and a strong container to receive them, what would be possible then? What would it look like if we all agreed that men get to share our emotions exactly how we feel them? What if we created culture, traditions, ceremony that allowed for that? Would we someday hand over our culture to our children, our sons and daughters, who would then have a new way to engage with the power of the masculine? Maybe this would be a world where our daughters would grow up in awe and reverence of the raw power of a man's expressions instead of fearing the roar of his voice and the bulging veins in his neck when he's tapping into his full masculine power. I believe it's all possible. And I believe it's even beyond possible. I believe this is essential for our collective evolution as a society. Because in my beliefs, until men are free, free to express themselves, free to demonstrate our power, free to speak our minds, free to feel our emotions, until then, the world will never be a truly safe place for women. Freedom for men, safety for women. Yin and yang, the two go hand in hand. One can't be had without the other. It's a symbiotic relationship. When men feel caged and confined, they rebel. We lash out, we burst at the seams when suppressing our voice and our power becomes too much for us to handle. And you can insert a headline here about a male perpetrating violence or destruction because that's the ultimate outcome every single time. It's not if, it's when. When men feel caged and confined, at some point, there's a tipping point. There's a breakthrough. There's a burst. It's not if, it's when. And on the other side of the coin, when women feel unsafe, they create boundaries, walls, restrictions to create some semblance of security. Does this sound familiar? They seek to identify the threat and eradicate it at all costs, even if it means innocents are caught in the crossfire. This was one of my major gripes with the Me Too movement. Not that we raised awareness around abuse and sexual assault that was being perpetrated by men upon women, but the fact that we created such a sensitive and unclear context for masculine and feminine relationships that men are terrified to be ourselves in this society right now. We're terrified to walk up to a woman and tell her how beautiful she is because we're worried that that may come across as abuse, assault, unwanted. Here's the thing. None of us are without responsibility here. We all contribute and feed into this cultural dynamic that we've been given. We are a part of the problem. But the good news is, if we are part of the problem, it means we can also be part of the solution. We get to be the ones who change the culture. We get to be the ones who say, we will do something different. We will create a new way of relating with each other. Man, woman, masculine, feminine, yin, yang, fire, water, whatever terminology or polarity you want to use to describe the dynamic. We get to be the ones that change that. We get to be the ones that shift that. And it starts right now. In five days, 
we're going to spend an entire day together, just us men, accessing these fears, these pains, these sadnesses, these sources of grief, whatever is in there, so that we can begin clearing all that. We can make space so that we don't let our inner mess spill onto the ones we love around us. In five days, we will learn a ceremonial dance of the Maori people, the haka, ancient cultural ways of tapping into our manna, our life force, our power. In five days, we will perform this sacred dance as a united front, brothers standing together for a new paradigm of man. Will you join us? September 7th, Santa Monica, Los Angeles. Go to rise.jediazuma.com slash warrior and grab your ticket right now. There's only five days left. And if you're a man and you have the ability to be in Santa Monica on September 7th, there's no reason for you not to be here. And I'm not the type of guy who's very direct in my calling forward. This is, this is something new that I'm trying on because of how much I believe that we all get to be a stand for our voice as men. So be there. Find a way. Make a way. Make it happen. Support this movement that we are all a part of. Because when men can express themselves freely, the world becomes a safe place for women. And then a world becomes a safe place and a happy and joyful place for our children. And then we can tackle all the world's problems. Every single one of them. All right, y'all. As always, make sure you subscribe to the Rising Man podcast wherever you're listening to us. Give us that follow. Give us that five-star rating if you love the podcast that much. Hit us with a review. Hit us with some comments. Let us know how you're feeling what we're dropping here goes a long way really does goes a long way it goes a long way towards bringing other men into the rising man vortex and this is the way we start movements this is the way we keep them going this is the way we build the fire so this is how you can help leave those ratings leave those reviews subscribe follow us so you get every episode as soon as it drops thank you thank you for doing that shout out to my rising man power team the power team that we'll be assembling for the first time for this Call of the Warrior event. We've never all been together in person, all five of us together. So this is going to be a momentous occasion for many reasons. But shout out to Sean Offenbach, Roman Tyne, Julian Subic, Mark Rose. I'm so looking forward to standing with you, brothers. And thank you for everything that you've done to support the Rising Man so far. Until next time, rise up, y'all. Claim your destiny. Claim your destiny.